This is my Valentine's Day episode. Valentine's Day is a couple days away. Shout out to all the lovers out there. Whether you're married, you got a girl, you got a guy, whatever the case may be, this day is for you. I'm gonna take the time in this episode to, you know, get a couple things off my chest, so to speak. First off, let me start by saying this episode is dedicated to my beautiful and loving and patient and strong wife, Miss Tia Johnson. I always ask myself, I don't know how the hell I landed you or how did I get a chance to marry you, but you are a very strong person to deal with a motherfucker like me because I know I'm not the easiest person to like and I know I'm a hard person to love. So, this is dedicated to you. I got my Valentine's Day playlist playing in the background. Sorry if that's distracting you from my voice, but you know, I gotta set the mood. I got my little bottle of Amsterdam and you know, got the the lighting set right. I got my little mood set. Cause you know, it's Valentine's Day or it's going to be Valentine's Day. So I wanted to kind of set the vibe. I'm like, Ever since I was a child, like, I loved Valentine's Day. And you know the fucked up thing about it is, though? Like, I'm a dark nigga. And back in my day, we wasn't that popular. And I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. And, you know, all the little girls that I went to school with always brought all their Valentine's Day gifts and cards and, you know, little heart-shaped candies. They gave it all to the light-skinned niggas. And I, I'll admit that shit had me a little jaded back then, but you know what? It was cool because, you know, my friends at the time, we would exchange Valentine's and, you know, I would be okay with that. And I was quite popular, so I still got Valentine's Day gifts, but, you know, the ones that made you feel like you was that nigga, like, I hurt you and will you be mine? Like, yeah, that was all... Say for the, the light-skinned nigga with the baby hair and the, the waves and, you know, all that I'll be sure as shit. But, you know, I still, I like, I love the idea of love. Because, I mean, it's, as people, the only thing we really have to give to one another that is, will make us prosper is love. Like making someone else feel good makes me feel good. And damn, that shit took me back. I fucking forgot about that. Like I used to get shitted on a lot being my skin tone and my fucking kids are, are evil. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, man. I'm married now. And I, like I said before, like, I don't know. I don't know how I landed my wife. 
Like, I was just today looking at some of our pictures, and I was just thinking to myself, like, my wife is so fucking fine, and, like, we look good together. But it's, you know that movie, She's Out of Your League? Like, I know she's a, up here in the stars flying with the astronauts, and, you know, I am down here somewhere. I can admit that. Anyway, you know, somehow she saw something and, you know, we got together, we got married, we were married for a couple months, not a couple months, it's been like seven months, seven, eight months. I would love to say that I am the ideal husband, but I know that I'm not, I know I got a lot of baggage and underlying issues that, you know, like I said before, my wife deals with a lot of it. And for that simple fact alone, like, I would give my life up for her. I need a motherfucking camera in this motherfucker or some shit. Like, I'm in this motherfucking jugging and dancing and shit. Like, the last song I was playing is Trey songs. Um, Holla at me. That's my shit. I love that song, but thank God there ain't no camera in here because I can't dance nor can I sing, but I was doing it anyway. Everybody's motherfucking American Idol when there ain't nobody looking, but um, where was I at before uh, that little break? Um, like I was saying... I'm still trying to grow and learn and become a better person. And be, I'm like, I'm 33 years old and, you know, I can admit that I still need some more maturity and some more growing. So the other day I had to go to three different bookstores to find these books um, because the, I'm following them on Instagram or whatever. And I'm seeing all these posts that they make and I bought their books. The first book is called um, Make It Work by Tony Gassens Jr. The second book is called The Truth About Men. I'm not 100% sure what his book is about, but that second book that I mentioned is uh, authored by Devon Franklin. Now, if, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know who Devon Franklin is, Devon Franklin is a motivational speaker. I believe he's a... Like a, I'm not even going to disrespect that man and say some shit that I don't really know because I really don't know what he do. But I know that he has written some books. And what I do know is that he is married to my first crush I ever had in my life. And that is Megan Good. He's Megan Good's husband. So if you don't know who the fuck he is by now, then you've just been living under a rock. And I think at this point, I think we can drop the Megan if you just call her Miss Good or Good. You wouldn't know exactly who the fuck you're talking about because she didn't put in enough work. And you, there's not too many people with that name, so you know exactly who I'm talking about. And let me say this. Shout out to Devon Franklin because 
I took a picture of the fact that I bought his book and Tony Gaskins, and I posted it on my Instagram page, just a podcast. Instagram, you can follow me if you like. If you don't, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. It's all love. But um, he took, actually took the time out to fucking like my post, and I read something that he posted, and I commented on it, and he liked that too. So you know what? I want to say thank you to you, sir, because, you know, I've been trying to do this shit for a long time. And I see all these people that I follow and these celebrities commenting on these John Q public ass niggas post. And, you know, what I'm saying I do the same thing and I tag him and all this other shit and I don't get no response. But he is the first I can, I can call it. He's a celebrity. He's the first celebrity to actually like anything that I have posted. And I appreciate that, and I salute you, and you have a fucking follower and friend for life, and whatever you put out, I'll support the shit. But um, it's about, you know what's fucked up about black males? I don't know how it works with other religions and other ethnicities. We are too motherfucking tough. Like, a nigga gotta be tough all the time. Mind you, you do. Like, it's a lot of t- it's a lot of shit that we let slide. Like, I know for myself, it's a lot of shit that have a swap. That's not even me. Like, I speak my fucking mind always. And that makes you look to the, to the white man as a, a threat. And it is what it is, but the one thing I can do is I can admit that I have a lot of shit to work through and I have a lot of fucking problems. So this is why I went about these books. But I wonder how many of you dirty dick ass niggas can actually say the same thing that I'm saying right now. Like, let's be honest. We are always trying to be fucking tough and every nigga is a killer and every motherfucker is a thug and, I, you know, I sold this and I, you know, I pushed this weight and I'm in the streets and, you know, I'm a hustler. Cool, fine, fantastic. At what point do you turn that shit off? You want to try to bring that shit home? Like, you can be that nigga in the streets when you're away from your woman, but when you come home, like, and I'm speaking from fucking personal experience, you have to be... Soft. I know you want to hear the shit, but you have to treat your woman as a she's a fucking female. No matter how much shit she talk to you, no how many times she put her fingers in your face, how many times she jump in your motherfucking face, talk about she'll whoop your ass and all of this. You have to understand that as a woman. I'm gonna give you. A perfect example of why a lot of us need fucking maturity and growth. Ask yourself this. All the D-boys and the tough niggas and the motherfucking shooters and whatever. Honestly, tell me. Were you not a Michael Jackson fan when you was a child? If you can answer that question and say no, use a fucking lie and you need to go see a therapist because I don't give a fuck how tough you are now, how tough you were then, in the motherfucking 80s and the early 90s, every motherfucking 
nigga was moonwalking and trying to learn that shit that he was doing in the smooth criminal video where he was leaning to damn near his motherfucking nose touched the ground in your motherfucking mutant ninja turtles pajamas you gotta be real with yourself like I can be real with myself I'm fucked up and I need no I want to fix the shit that's wrong with me another example If you cannot say, like, if you was born between 83 and 86, between the years of 1999 and 2004, as a real nigga, a thug nigga, a street nigga, whatever you want, if you cannot be honest and look yourself in the mirror and look at your reflection and say to yourself, coming up in that time, that you wasn't you wasn't listening to fucking Nelly and Nelly wasn't motherfucking wasn't that nigga and you wasn't walking around with a band-aid over your left eye and you wasn't trying to drop down and get your eagle on and all this other shit. Like if you cannot look yourself in the mirror and be honest and say that, you are in a lot of trouble. I don't give a fuck who you are or who you can relate to or what type of music you listen to. You know these two facts are to be true. He was the only motherfucking nigga going neck to neck and toe to toe with album sales and like millions of albums at the time that this motherfucking nigga Eminem was like, he was crushing rap music. So how the fuck can you say, I don't give a fuck how he was singing and harmonizing and shucking and jiving and juking and... All that Sammy Davis ass, rap pack ass, tap dancing ass shit. The nigga can rap. If you can't say that shit about yourself, if you say that, no, I didn't listen to Nelly and I didn't have a vocal jersey and I didn't have a band-aid over my eye when I was walking down the hallway in, in high school or middle school, wherever the fuck I was at, you need to go find you a psychiatrist. Because you're in denial. Real life is happening. My friend, and you have to be not only as a man, as a woman, you have to be able to step back and look at shit and analyze yourself. We are not perfect by no means. We weren't put on this earth to be perfect, but I look at it like this. Relationships are not hard whatsoever. We make them shits hard. Like anything in our lives that we come up against as Adversity, I guarantee you, is because you created that shit on your own. I like to say that being married is hard and relationships are hard, but I know for a fact that they're not. If they're hard, it's because I'm creating some type of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Not adversity, but I guess, okay, I'll use adversity. I'm creating some type of tension. So this is the reason why I went and bought these books, because I'm going to try to figure out how can I get rid of this shit, because it's fucking up my life, and it's fucking up, it's, I become a person that I really didn't want to be. 
Like, I'm a happy-go-lucky. I like to laugh and joke and crack jokes and be goofy. I like to do that. But I'll be honest, like, I haven't seen that person in a, quite a long time. So, I would advise all of my fellas out there that's listening to please go get these books. Once again, I'm going to tell you the names. The first book is called How to Make It Work by Tony Gaskins Jr. He also actually has a interview. I actually like the shit he was talking about on a Breakfast Club. Find that shit on YouTube. I think Devon Franklin does too. His book is called The Truth About Men. We got to get it together. It's about, you know what? I mean, it's the, the love week. And you know what? <laughs> we are under attack. And we are attacking ourselves more than anything else. Like the enemy is already trying to pull us down. The mat. Feminine us. And like make putting motherfuckers in dresses. And make us look less manly than we are. And I had to look into myself too. You know? <laughs> it seemed like the world's reversed. And the women are like the... The men in some situations are like niggas is bitching a lot and whining and eh. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's because the motherfucking food we eat or whatever it is, like the shit that they putting in our minds and it's got to stop. Like we got to go back to how it was in the beginning, how the man was the man and the woman was the woman. The man had to go out and do what he needed to do for his woman in his household and hold shit down treat his woman like she was the only thing in the world here's the thing that I think I lost in translation a long time ago I get it that everything don't last forever women out way men there's more women in the world than men but at the same time when you in a relationship focus on that shit and make it the best you possibly can don't think about what you're missing, what you ain't got, what she don't got, what she don't do. Make the best of that. Like Separate the shit in moments of time because that's exactly what we deal with in life. Everything is a moment in time. Every job that you have, every day is its own entity in your life. So it's like a time frame. Them 24 hours is plucked out. And placed in the book of your life. So it's all a, every day is a chapter. Every 24 hours is a chapter. So when you're in this relationship, if you're married, whatever the case may be, you have to focus on that 100% wholeheartedly. You can't go out. You can't divert from that. And if it falls apart, so be it. But at least you can say that you gave your 100% effort and gave your all to that situation we're in. We really have to follow like these three laws. And I'm working on that shit now. Like whatever is placed in front of you, you have to respect it. You have to protect it. I forgot the third thing. That shit fucked up. Respect it. Protect it. It'll come to me. When it comes to me, I'll I'll say the shit. But, you know, you got to respect each individual moment in your life. 
And, you know, I can honestly say that I have not been doing that. And I try to do, I have a bunch of shit in my head that I want to do. And it's a lot of shit that I want to try to do and group all them together. Just like when you're at home, okay, that's all you focus on. When you're at work, that's all you focus on. You don't take your home life into your work life. You don't take your work life into your home life. You have to di differentiate the moments in your life because everything is broken down. Like you have to start looking at shit like this ain't checkers, it's chess. You have to be strategic. You have to have a fucking kamikaze type of mindset. Or else you're going to fail. Oh, the third thing was invest. Respect, protect, and invest. Respect your relationship. Protect your relationship. And invest all you have in your relationship. You will not fail. And even if you do, you will leave with no regrets. Because you did everything that you were supposed to do. It's a lot of times that we are in shit half-heartedly, not 100%, because we are bringing in past baggage and emotional bullshit that doesn't even belong. You got to let that shit go. So in wrapping up, let's not just make Valentine's Day special for your significant other. Let's try to get to a place where we make every day Valentine's Day. We show love and appreciation for the things that we are blessed to have in our life. Don't take anything for granted because nothing is promised. Nothing is guaranteed. Things change. Feelings change. So as long as you're blessed to have someone in your life make sure you show them that show them how special they are and how much they mean to you till next time okay this is just a podcast you can follow me on instagram and twitter at just a podcast send some comments questions Info, just podcast at gmail.com. I'm working at it. I know it's a bit choppy and ain't the best thing to listen to yet, but I'm working through my progression. Bear with me. And again, if you have any comments or questions or suggestions, I'm all ears. Hit me up on IG and Twitter at just the podcast lovable asshole. I'll see you next time.